Welcome back to What the, the Flux Debose episode 396. I am Jason and joined with me pretty much always, Lucas. Hey. Hi. How are you, dude? Oh, doing okay. Doing all right. How are you? I'm all right. Feels like it's been, it's only been two weeks, but to me, it, it's it's felt like much longer. To me, it's forever. Is that, it's like uh, time, it's time travel when you are in two different timelines for you, yeah. two minutes, but for me, it was five years. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it really was. It really was like that. I hope it was like that for all of you as well. Welcome back to the show. We got lots to do, lots to say. So let's just go and join the Discord, flexibles.com slash Discord, get you that invite. Come hang out with us. We do stupid things all the time. You can come talk Destiny. That's all we do there now. The server yeah. is just all Destiny. It's just Most an, active it's just channel. just a Destiny server now. And, of course, you should know by now, but the feed has moved to anchor.fm slash Fluxpose. It's the RSS. I think it's probably time to shut down the other one. I don't know. Probably not. I, well, there's no hope. But is there any harm to hold to keep it? Probably not. So there you go. That's what you have. It. Lucas, tell me. Yeah. Tell What's been going on, man? How are you? Uh, I mean, I haven't had a lot going on, but man, unfortunately, my wife has been sick. Um, it's it's weird because I, I asked her today, like, how did this all start? But basically, she developed this cough. And when it first started, we were like, oh, yeah, allergies are really bad. You know, high pollen alert every single day or whatever. And we'd been going outside here and there and. You know, whatever. And then eventually it just like gets worse and worse to the point where the last few days and nights um, she's been coughing like all night, literally all night long to the point like certain times she couldn't even stop coughing. It was so bad. Um, And so she calls the doctor and goes in and they're like, oh, yeah, it's just really bad allergies, uh, upper respiratory infection will give you, um, I think they gave her, uh, well, I know they gave her an, um, oh God, sorry for, I'm forgetting cause she went twice, but they gave her, um, you know, the, the typical amoxicillin or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that, and then I, th- the reason I was, um, got all tripped up is because I think they gave her a steroid, but that was the second time that she went. So yeah, she had, so she gets the stuff and they give her like some, tell her to take some cough medicine and Zyrtec and uh, the amoxicillin or whatever it is. And um, it didn't help at all. She takes it for like two or three days and it's just worse and worse. And we can't sleep. She can't sleep because she's coughing nonstop. And I can't sleep because she's, you know, hacking up a lung and it sounds like a shotgun blast mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the middle of the night. And so she calls again and I happen to have to go to the doctor uh, that day. Funny enough. But she's like, yeah, I got a call. This is not working. So um, I just had a typical one year checkup or whatever. And uh, everything was fine. My blood pressure, I was expecting it to be high. It was fairly normal 128 over 80 which is like one of the best readings i've ever had at the the doctor mm-hmm. so i don't know what the deal with that was um i'm a little frustrated because i went in and we, we've been trying to figure out this whole fatigue thing 
And instead of getting any answers, it was just basically like, yeah, I think you just don't sleep very well <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I could have told you that. Um, she referred me to a sleep therapist thing. Okay. I don't think it's going to help very much because she asked me if I did a sleep study and I said, yes, I have. Yeah. Um, so it's not that it's, it's, or thinking it's delayed phase uh, syndrome where basically your, your body's biological clock gets pushed back. So when you're awake, you're producing the hormones and stuff that make you feel like you need to sleep. So like if your body says, if a normal body says, all right, it's eight o'clock time to start getting rid of, I think it's like adenosine and the stuff that makes you feel tired and stays in your body. So you stay asleep and then your body starts clearing that out as you sleep. Um, when you, if you, if that stuff starts clearing out at eight o'clock, mine doesn't start clearing out until like 2 PM, you know, like that would be. Mm-hmm um an example of a shift so like i'm not getting tired because of this until like 2 a.m but i'm forcing myself to go to bed at like 11 the earliest i possibly could and then waking up in the middle of what my body thinks when i should be sleeping and you know i've never had the healthiest relationship with sleep in general so i guess it's no surprise i just don't think there's really much of a answer there or anything really to help with that, I guess. I mean, like, I don't know. I think they're just, I'm skeptical of what's going to happen. They're probably just going to say, Oh, you know, just don't use your bed 30 minutes or don't use your phone 30 minutes before bed. And you know, all that other stuff that we already know. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But anyways, um, I was like, yeah, so my wife's coming in pretty much right after me. And so she goes in, and they ended up prescribing her like a um, inhaler and um, the scissor. She got the scissor uh, prescribed, which uh, is cough syrup with codeine. And she she tried it and she's like, I don't know what the I don't know what this is all about because it sucks. And I'm like, I mean, you're taking like five milligrams of codeine it's not really that much you'd probably have to because as a smart person you get prescribed something and obviously you double it right you you double what the prescription says because you want it to work faster and work good so if she wants to feel anything good she's got to take twice as much that's yeah i mean that's just science that's math is what it is so that's, that's how i look at it as like i mean they're all jokes aside, they typically tell you to take the least amount possible to get a, an effect from it. And so um, I think they gave her 10 doses of it or something. I'm like, you should just try taking like one and a half or two doses because there, if it's really not helping as much as you say, because like she slept the first night she took it and then sort of the second night and then to, mm. or last night was the third night and she woke up again like half like 3 a.m. and was coughing and stuff. So she had to go back downstairs. And so I was like, yeah, you should probably take more if you're not feeling it. Like clearly it's not going to be an issue. So we'll see if she does. Uh, But yeah, dude, she's just been it's not even sick. Like it's just this cough. It's just this upper respiratory thing, possibly like almost bronchitis or, you know, something like that. And so, because she's coughing stuff up, as fun as that is to listen. 
uh, about. But yeah, it's not like a dry cough. It's lung butter, as I like to call it. So <laughs> no, um, I feel like didn't you have a, a, like at least had the theory that um, that was like your sleep issue before? Because I feel like that feels very familiar. That yeah, you've used I, that, at least you've used that phrase before, like talking about those, the cycles or. Yeah. When I went and had the sleep study done where they give you the stuff to take home and then you got to give it back to them and then they tell you like what your oxygen level is while you sleep. Um, they after I gave that back, they you go in and they talk to you and the guy said, you know, everything looked normal. And this was when I weighed more, which is why they suspected sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Um and he said, it sounds like you just have this, like you're probably a little bit delayed uh, sleep phase. And so like you can have it be too early, too, but that's usually not that big of a deal. So it can be like too late, like it is for mine, but it can also be too early. So if people go to bed at like 7 p.m., that would be an example of having it the opposite direction. So it can happen to anybody and it can happen either way. But usually what from what I understand, like they didn't really say anything. They were just like, yeah, it's probably this. Just do the best you can. You have kids now. So like, there's really no answer. It's just like, this is, this is what it is. So that's why I'm really skeptical that it's going to, anything is going to change. But yeah, that I, um, I suspected that before. And I mean, based on how I've been in the past, it makes sense. Cause like, even when I was working third shift and stuff, I would be, you know, it, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I've never felt comfortable in any of my sleep zones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe I'm one of those people who need nine hours of sleep every night, but that's obviously not doable, especially like the yeah. problem isn't like if, if I could go to bed earlier, I would. But the problem is, is I'm not feel I don't feel sleepy. Like I actually start waking up. I feel like at night, like 6 p.m. hits and I'm like, all right, let's go. It's like I get a second wind and I can't yeah. I, I won't stay up all night. I'm not saying I could go forever, but like. I naturally start getting tired more between like midnight and 2 p.m. or 2 a.m. And that's not a very not a very good uh, thing to do when you have kids. So who wake up yeah. at like six in the morning? So. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's kind of annoying because it's like, oh, you're just tired. Yeah, everybody's tired. You know, I'm tired, too, but that doesn't mean I sit around not doing anything. So it's one of those things where it's objectively different for everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's it's frustrating because I had like I had a decent day today and I was up until like 1130 last night and I woke up at like 645. Well, woke up, I should say got out of bed. I really woke up at like 615 or something like that. But the de- the night before last night, I went to bed early, laid in bed for like 45 minutes because I couldn't fall asleep and then felt like garbage all the next day. So like even when I try to go to bed early to get some sleep, it, it doesn't I don't know, it doesn't seem to help. So now I'm basically left with more questions than answers. So that that was a bit frustrating. So, yeah, I could. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh, so, like I said, we didn't have much going on, um, but my wife, to- my wife told me some stories uh, that I thought I'd share with you because I thought they were pretty funny. So 
uh, hopefully I can re- retell them fairly easily. Uh, so my, apparently my mother-in-law went out of state to go to a, um, a wedding of my wife's cousins, one of the cousins. They went, I don't know, somewhere in the Midwest, like middle, like South Dakota or something, we'll say. Um, so a ways away from Michigan, but not like California or anything like that. <laughs> um and she yeah. went with her, my wife's grandparents, and her sister and my wife's uh, aunt. They all they took two cars, so it was my mother in law and her husband, and then the aunt and the grandma and grandpa. So they go to this wedding, and while they're there, like waiting for it to start. My mother-in-law feels something fly into her ear. She ends up getting a bug stuck in her ear. Like they can't get it out. They they try for like 15 minutes and it's like right before the service is about to start. So eventually, because like there's people there who who've been in like the military and stuff and have some training with like medical stuff and they're trying to help her. They're trying to like flush it out. And eventually, like, they're like, they just say, you know what, you're gonna have to go to the emergency room or something, because this is just not coming out. And so she goes to the Ah. emergency room, misses the entire thing, like the whole reason she went out there, she misses the entire ceremony. Um, They get the the emergency room people, they get it out eventually, but they it basically like came out in chunks, because by that point, it had been just mashed to bits. And so I don't know what kind of bug it was that was stuck up in there. I, I like to think one of those giant hissing cockroaches. Um, but yeah, it was stuck in there pretty good. And so misses the complete reason that she's there, which oh my gosh, is just ridiculous. And then so they're on their way. Yeah. They're on their way back. And her my wife's grandma and grandpa are not doing very well. Medically speaking, her grandma is losing it. Her grandpa has like has had open heart surgery so many times, takes like nitroglycerin pills. He's he's more machine now than man, really. Uh, I I honestly don't know how he isn't on some kind of oxygen tank or something. Um, But they're in the car with the aunt and I guess her grandpa's like. "You, You need to stop. You need to stop the car right now. I have to go to the bathroom. And so and this is an elder like he's like 85 or something. So he can't it's not like he can move around that well or anything. He's not he doesn't wear he doesn't have a walker or anything like that. But he's also old enough where he has trouble going upstairs and stuff like that. And so he goes. So they stop on the side of the road in the middle of the night. And there's like this forested area or whatever. So him and grandma, grandma and grandpa go wandering out into the woods and He's going to apparently drop trowel right there and, and, you know, drop a deuce, I guess. And so they're just waiting. The aunt is waiting. Um, oh, geez. Uh, we're, they're just my the aunt is just waiting for them to come back. And all of a sudden she hears screaming. And so she's like, oh, I better go check this out. So she runs out to where they are. It's pitch black, so she's got to use like her cell phone flashlight to find them and figure out what the hell's going on. And the grandma is saying, I slipped and fell in his shit. 
I've got his shit all over me. And so, and so she's helping her get back. And, and like the, my mother-in-law gets out and like goes and gets grandpa who apparently had like, she's helped now. She, she, um, works hospice. So she's used to cleaning up old people who are, you know, can't do it themselves. And like, just, she said he must have had some bathroom issues before because it was a mess back there. Um, so I guess, I don't know. I guess he had some explosive diarrhea or something. Oh, so no. it's just, and then in the car ride home, cause you know, you're out in the wilderness. You can't clean that up. Thankfully she had wipes and stuff from her, you know, from being working in hospice, she had wipes and stuff cause none of them have kids. So obviously they're not going to have booty wipes or anything. Um, but I guess, I don't know, cleaned it up as best as she could, but, the aunt is texting my mother-in-law the whole ride home talking about how her grandma who did not talk like the entire ride home for like eight hours. Suddenly they can't shut up about how she's got shit all over him, all over her and everything. And um, my mother-in-law informed the aunt about like what had happened in the woods. And she's like, no, I, that that's the smell I'm smelling. I keep smelling this disgusting shit smell and it must be him. So just a whole mess. And if you knew these people, it is very unlike them to be like this. They're very proper people. So it just makes it even funnier to know who they are and that this happened to them. So, ugh, I don't know. It, it was quite, quite the storytelling hour. Let me tell you, but thought I would regale you with those two. <laughs> don't get that every day you know i I mean it sounds like a road trip movie slipping slipping in shit and uh you know bugs flying in in your ears i mean those are all the same trip yeah i mean that's high caliber stuff there those are the highlights man that's what you remember that's what you can't forget i think is what (laughs) yes that's what keeps you up at night i believe yeah which is why i don't go on road trips those exact reasons right there I mean, it's it's a pretty good reason not to, right? I mean, yeah. I mean that I and like that and I mean, who doesn't want to just stay home and do nothing? <laughs> Can mean, we just do nothing? That's a vacation in and of itself. Uh, man, we're like, <laughs> I'm sure there were things that occurred in the past two weeks that I wanted to regale and talk about, and then it's just like. I don't even, I don't, I don't want to talk about him. We're, we're, we're bribing my son with money now. That's where we're at now to go oh, dang. for going poop. He gets paid a wow. dollar now. If he, if he goes poop, he gets a dollar. So, okay. Dude, if I <laughs> could where, get a dollar for every time I go poop. That's where we're at now, man. Uh, he really wants to buy these Power Ranger figures and they're like 20 bucks. So I have to go dude, do a lot of pooping to get them. All toys. If it has a brand name, it's like. 15 20 dollars what action figures that used to be like seven dollars when i was a kid are like 20 now yeah. it's ridiculous yeah well he got like enamored with those when we the day we went to walmart and bought the lego figures so that he had, had saved money for and so he's wanted these power ranger ones ever since so that's where ah, we're at now there's gotcha. a there was a bad there's a bad incident on monday monday did not go well at the lazy house oh no um, it all fell apart before i got home so um oh yeah i read a little bit about that yeah yeah Yeah. so um we're just going through the motions here gang but you know really uh yeah not you know works 
calming down a little bit and we're just uh we're just doing it you know um, you have a Woo, excuse me do you Ooh. have any big plans for um for father's day <laughs> actually it's funny that you mentioned that because i was just getting a text out of nowhere and my wife's like literally this is what she wrote i'm really sorry but i sucked this father's day and and then goes on to explain why and i'm like you know what if i i have been in that position and and she's she was like no jokes i feel really bad and i'm like yeah, you know what happens when I tell you that I tried to plan something and it's not going to be say, here on time or just, whatever? Here's what you do. You need to screenshot that text. And the next year when we bungle Mother's Day, you go, remember this? Yeah, this is why. Um, I mean, one bungled Father's Day doesn't make up for like nah. five bungled other holidays for her. <laughs> yeah, so. right. That's yeah. what you get for having a birthday three days before Christmas. Come on. It's not my fault. Um, yeah, really. Right. I mean, like who does that? Uh, but no, I don't know. I don't think so. We're having like, I don't know on the actual day of it. Like I, we have a day just as a day planned for me, for us, just the two of us on Saturday. So I don't know what we're doing or what we're going. It's all a surprise. A little bit. That's basically more like my, I think that's like my father's day, the gift. And gotcha. I, know, I know my dad's having like a barbecue thing. So I'll probably go out there for a bit. And that's really it. Like, honestly, I don't really, I don't expect, don't don't take this wrong way i don't expect a lot and i don't i don't because i don't i don't need it to be a big deal you know i don't i don't really care you know yeah Yeah. like i mean we didn't birth children i mean like mother's day is like you you literally grew the child and then you had to to expel it from your body in the smallest hole possible we hey, just like I, I think we should revisit the greatest Father's Day gift I've had in recent history, and we should just start playing Mario Golf again. <laughs> no online tournaments, though. Let's not have that in a golf game. Assholes. Yep, that's a shame. Uh, otherwise, for me, guys, not not a lot noteworthy. I mean, we've had a lot. There was been work's been pretty pretty stressful in the past couple of weeks, and that's been that's kept me busy. And then just trying to recharge when I'm at home. But we finally kind of turned a few corners there, and there's some there's some light on the uh, on the horizon, and I feel a lot better about all of that. Not like, yeah, there's still stressors at work, but there's not like this huge huge pressure related stress. There's like a couple projects I'm working on that I can manage, so that that's easy. Oh, nice. um, I'm really <laughs> I want to share some frustration. Like I should have jumped on this forever ago, but you've probably seen it. Like I've shared it plenty of times that. Um, that Starcraft, that Starcraft, that Star Fox, like, uh, kind of like synthwave inspired piece that has like Fox and it has the crew on there. Well, it was like a limited yeah. edition print that sold. What was it? Um, back in 2020, this thing sold. Uh, 1814, 18 by 14 print it was only limited to like 50 edition. Like that's a very small. That is a tiny run of. So I mean, like I never jumped on it, but I've always saved the. I mean, unfortunately, I've always saved. I have many links to the image saved because I was like, well, I'll just do a cheap canvas of it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you you gotta have to have small resolution because it's not a great high resolution shot. But then finally, I was like, you know, what? whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to the artist and I'm gonna be like, hey, you had this print. Can I just buy a digital version off you and have it printed somewhere? And um, that was Saturday I did this. No response. 
no response yet. It's like, I'm trying to, I just want to give you money, dude. I don't want to yeah. like, it's like his, his Twitter has like been dead since like 21, but it looks like his, his Instagram is fairly active. So I don't want to like message him on Instagram as well, but I will. <laughs> Otherwise I'm yeah. just going to, just going to do it, but I kind of want to do it the right way. The right way. First, yeah. You know, so, um, there's that. And we did have another another boat project last weekend at my father-in-law's place. So we've had um, – this you one was very get, simple. We just, we you just better had, get well, this boat when he passes we just away. Had to put, we just had to put the cover on the boat lift, and that was easy, the little oh, top. Okay. Uh, that yeah, was super easy. You just had to put – and yeah. So Have you gone um, out on this boat yet, though? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, yep, good. a few times now. So, um, Yeah. Mix it all. These last all two days well, would know. have been good to go out on a oh my boat. Gosh, yeah, I did not looking forward to seeing my electrical bill. Electrical bill after just these two days alone. No, like, it's gonna be. I actually, for one of the first times, I think since we got a smart thermometer or thermostat thermometer, I actually said, I. Uh, so they do these like um, these events where it takes control of your thermostat cools your house down when it's not a high load time so mm-hmm. that it's pre-cool and then won't run for the high freak like the high use time and you get like bonus credits or whatever for that i was like today i was like it's too damn hot in here it reached like 77 and humid like it's the Oof. humidity that we need yeah. the air conditioner running because the air is getting so humid gotta dry it out i was like you know what i can't do this anymore I broke I because you can it it says like you you can opt out anytime and then hop back in the next time and I was like I gotta this time because it's, it's just so humid so hot and mm-hmm. humid mm-hmm. it's like a sticky sticky butt jungle out there yeah I mean we usually well I've bumped it up a bit to 72 it's usually colder in here but like when it's like we're dang dude yeah we're, we're clips in you know 90 you know, we're high 90s i'm like we're gonna bump it up a few degrees so i'm gonna like, call you mr freeze i'm not home all day you know so i'm like i'm not gonna yeah I'm you can't say it like, so i can't yeah yeah anything uh, to make that you easier got that, you got that a little too low in there <laughs> you should uh, you need one bit. you can get on the uh app and and be like all right i do i'm gonna I have turn that yeah turn it just you know Bump it up a few degrees. Bump, bump, bump it up. Then well, I don't know what happened. I don't know how. I don't know how it got turned up to <laughs> seventy seven. That's really weird. Must have came open. Rest so, in peace. Uh, so yeah, I'll keep you posted on the 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 saga of the art piece, and maybe I'll just maybe I will slide into those Instagram DMs. Oh yes, the other yeah. piece. Everyone, you, they must know the saga. So. Um, Two weekends ago, like the right the weekend after we recorded the show, um, I'm checking my email and all of a sudden I get this message from Reddit and it's like you are oh, yeah. your account you're in violation of our rules and your account has been permanently banned. This is irreversible. Blah 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 blah. Irreversible. Like, Damn. So I was like, hate well, speech. Let me see. Well, hold on. Let me let me actually see if I can find the message here. Because um, I was just like, wow, that's extreme. Don't you think? Um, Only Twitch go. is more extreme for their bands. Your account has been permanently suspended for breaking the rules. This account has been permanently closed. To continue using Reddit, please log out and create a new account. The username, blah, 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 uh, blah, blah, blah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, 
I yeah, that's really I, weird. just like talking to my wife about it. She's like, yeah, you're the most diehard. You're like the most strict rule follower I know. I was like, yeah, I'm like, I try <laughs> to keep a pretty like, I think I'm pretty my profile or my behavior online. I know in a website, I it's a pretty close reflection to my actual demeanor. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to get myself banned. And a, it doesn't even, it didn't even state why. And I was like, um, do you okay, even this use is it? Like, really... do you post that much or do you just no, like, like well, I this don't is usually like, post I have that much. A, my main Reddit account I've had for years now. And I finally made a different handle just because like my first one is JW Lacey. Like, well, that's very a little too um, connected. Yeah. A little too connected. And I was like, well, if I want to get into some spicier subs, <laughs> you know, I, right, I got to right, right. break on it. But no, it was just like, I, a, I was like, oh, I kind of hate that I did that. And then um, I wanted to like clean up my Reddit. I didn't want to like unsubscribe some stuff, but like I've had a lot of the same, I follow the same stuff. My home, my news, the feed, I didn't care for anymore. So, you know, six months ago or so, I, yeah, I think it was six months ago, I made a new handle and then I, I was very streamlined. It's like Grand Rapids, Halo, Star Wars, and a couple other things and the stuff that was you it. actually and, checked. and it was very very much more curated experience but i haven't i've got a few comments i don't have a lot of karma and because like i couldn't post in halo because it like it was restricted based on you know they have their subs had rules and how active your account had to have your, your account had to be x number of days old it had to have x number of karma just to limit you know spammers and new account yeah. stuff like that so i don't i don't have a lot of and a lot of traction on that account and i don't log in on the web very much i use a third-party app apollo on my iphone which i, oh. I recommend i actually paid i have the paid version for it i finally because it's just a very nice app I and i like to use that money, so i don't i don't like i don't but i would it kind of fall in and out of reddit you know sometimes your search history will you'll search for something and reddit will be a top result and you're like oh why is this warping you yep. want to run it handyman blah, blah blah you know you find a lot of tips for stuff like that and that yep, takes you in there definitely. but i'm not like an active user by any means anymore um so i was just very unsettling it didn't sit well with me that i got banned i was like what the fuck and i could still browse it doesn't i can still but i couldn't you know comment or upvote or do anything like that yeah and so there is a way to you could you know submit a uh what's the word i want to say here um not a petition, but you know, essentially the same thing. I was like, An yeah, appeal. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to appeal this and, um, had to wait like three or four days, but I'm just like, the, the worst thing is like, there wasn't any, there, there's no information. Like why? Just like I broke rules. So like, okay, what rules? I haven't been on using that yeah, account. I feel like even like when Microsoft banned, uh, like people's accounts on Xbox Live, it would be like, this is the specific reason because yeah, at least tell me something hate speech or whatever. I mean, I know I've been I'm deep into the child and hentai and those stuff, and I, I get it. And after I got kicked out of our Donald, you know, oh. the Donald, after I helped bring that down, I needed something to crave my insatiable urge for destruction. Yeah, and, I'm uh, just looking for people to f get in verbal arguments on the Internet <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. you know, yeah, just so it's just fighting them and. You know, disappointing. But so, I, you know, I sent the appeal and I think it took like it took like four days. And like then I got a new message. Hi, thanks for reaching out to the Reddit admin team. After investigating, we found that your account wasn't in violation of Reddit's content policy and your ban has been lifted. Thanks again for using Reddit. And it's like, <laughs> I okay. think so. What happened here, I think, is they have the freaking it's the damn algorithms. They just for some reason you got you got you tripped the breaker and then some human act, act some disgusting human in their basement 
working for Reddit from home, <laughs> you know, three o'clock in the morning, they go in and they go, oh, oh actually, doesn't do anything wrong. I better send them an email. And then they emailed you and said you didn't do anything wrong. And it's just like YouTube. It's just like anything, man. It's the computers. It's the AI. I mean, isn't it, though? I mean, it's all it's what it's all about. It's all algorithms. It's all artificial intelligences. It's disgusting. Did you hear about that AI that that Google made that some people think came to life or whatever? Gain sentience? Lambda or something like that? No. Yeah, it's like Google Lambda. It's not. Yeah, it is Lambda. The AI that Google engineer Blake Lemoyne thinks has become sentient. You know, one guy thinks it, so clearly it's true. It's that um, it's that chatbot. Uh, you talk to it and it talks back. And eventually, as more people do it, it learns through neural networking. That's a fun. I like that. Neural networking. That sounds like something made up that somebody wrote in a book like 30 years ago. And now we actually just made it come true. Yeah. Um, 100%. So I'm telling you, the algorithms are coming to life. Terminator is going to be. Yeah, Skynet, dude. Sky Mall. Yeah, I. You're probably right. You're probably right. This is the first. They take away the Internet and the Wi-Fi to demoralize us. And then next thing, they're taking our jobs. Can they take my gas prices? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Hey, I'm going to buy a diesel vehicle because that fuel is usually cheaper. And it's thank God it's actually like gets 40 miles to the gallon or whatever, because I'd be fucked right now. It'd be really nice if I if I knew the flex fuel worked on my car, like my Equinox has flex fuel and can use that. Was it the E85 or whatever it is? And all stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a scary thing. You're kind of like, am I going to blow up my engine? (laughs) Yeah, I just never use it. So I don't know. Like, you know, you should get crazy sometime. And I think that's I think it's what 20 cents different. I think a gallon. I think it's pretty big. That's pretty big when I mean, that's that's driving to a different gas station uh, change right there. You know, it's like, oh, the the gas station next to me is 20 cents higher. So I'm going to go three blocks down the street and go to mobile or whatever. Yeah. See. Although, uh, you know, Biden's he's, he's told, he's, he's told the, the oil companies, they gotta, they gotta cut the prices down. It's like, okay, well, it's not gonna do shit. Know, not gonna do anything. Cause they're going to claim bullshit that they can't, they don't have any control of it. And da, 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 da. yeah, right, I, which is funny because I thought before the huge spike, when it was like, Three fifty or three, four dollars. I could have swore I read a thing that it was not going up because of anything really. They just used that as an excuse to make it higher. Yeah, because nobody uh, would question. Near me right now is Costco at four five dollars and four cents. Yeah, Costco doesn't have diesel though. It's my problem. Oh, or not Costco, oh. Sam's Club. Um, basically the same thing. Uh, they don't have the E eighty five prices on your. Regulars five twelve. I was just curious. Like, uh, I think Danette got um, diesel for five 
75, but she said everywhere else it was 593, something yeah, like that. I'm saying five, 599. Yeah. Disgusting. Imagine owning a truck right now <laughs> or anything with a gas tank higher than like 14 gallons. Um, Awful. No, thank you. I don't want it. Don't want it all. Let's see. E85 prices. Let's see. Uh, right now in Michigan, uh, depending on where you, wow. Okay. It's, it's a lot. It's actually the E85 is actually in the $4 range. Wow. That's almost so, a dollar. That'd be a dollar maybe, difference. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's just worth rolling maybe the it's dice. Time. Just see what, see I'm what sure someone's happened. made a YouTube video about it. So the question is, you don't know if anyone's ever actually put flex fuel in that vehicle. Right. I mean, and, and like, I don't think I would think wouldn't it be, I mean, how quick, how, how often can you interchange, interchange those fuel types? You know, is that going to, I think is, it's is, are the, the, the engines. Can they just use it? You know, don't, don't question or don't, don't question me on this. No, don't quote me on this. And it, it's probably in the manual, I would think, but I'm pretty sure you can have any combination of both. I think it can run on any, um, any like percentage of either being in the tank. You know what I mean? Like if you're at fifty yeah. percent, like half halfway through your gas tank, and then you fill up with flex fuel, I think it can still like it doesn't matter. You can you can just use either or mix them or whatever. But I don't know. I could be talking out of my ass right now. Yeah. Flex cable running on both ethanol and blends and regular consumers can use the Department of Energy to run how much fuel can save on fuel gas. Doesn't really. Uh, that's from car and driver. Doesn't really say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Capable of operating on gasoline and any blend of gasoline and ethanol up to eighty three percent. So yeah, throw it in there, man. See what happens. E eighty five cools your engine better than regular gasoline. I need to, uh, well, I should probably, I need to get my, uh, I, I need, uh, there's been a recall that I've been ignoring forever. I really need to get the oxygen sensor recalled. Oh, take yeah. Take care of on my Dude. car. That would probably take care of my check engine light that's been on forever. I know all about, there's a recall for my, did I tell you about the um, airbags? Mm -mm. If I get an accident in my Nissan Pathfinder, it could kill me. <laughs> don't, if don't, the airbags, don't hit anything. Well, that's what I keep telling them, but they keep telling me, bring it in. It's free. I say, okay, you come watch my kids then. I know exactly. That's the thing. It's like I'm not really a. I think the the dealer that want, that's having me bring it in is in Hudsonville, which Ugh. is only like 10, 15 minutes from where I'm at. But still, still there's, there's that. There's twenty and garages like, on the road I live on, and none of them are probably going to be able to do it. Yeah, and then it's like, then I got to deal with how long it's going to take you. Like it says, like you know, I mean, I read it says it's, it you know should be like a two hour tops you know job but yeah. you know when are they, can they get you in and when, how long is it going to take you to start the, the job once they get you in so i'm wondering you know we've got some trips up north planned in july so maybe i'll try to time it out around that and i can drop the car off and then pick it up when we're done or something like that you know yeah i don't know yeah. it's just not it's just never ideal you know i don't want to deal with having because then especially in my situation you got to pack up the kid it's especially when it's been our primary car, like when we had to have, you know, what do we have to have? We haven't had anything done on on this car on on 
our new car, but before what you know, you gotta take the car seat out, drive and oh, drop gosh. I just you yeah. know, it's just pain. Then you then my gotta everyone's gotta get up early so they can drive me to work. It's just not it's not ideal. Can't they bring someone out to it? you? Nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Mechanic to you. Yeah, uh, Lucas. Here, you're gonna fix it for free. Uh, they right. said two hours. Okay, give me two days. <laughs> Except I'm not sure if it's you know there's there's two there's multiple O2 sensors. Which one is it? You know that's true. There's yeah, like the, the, there's the downstream, the before, upstream, or something the, yeah, like that, yeah. isn't it? And so. one, two on each side. If you have double dual exhaust, yeah, I should probably get it fixed. But yeah, I'm just I should probably uh, do a lot of things. Probably should do a lot of things, but like you know, I drive that car. 15 minutes, like a half an hour total a day. And I don't exceed 40 miles an hour <laughs> during my transit. You know? Dang. So Dang. it is the daily driver, you know, let's stop talking yeah. about life, man. Let's talk about games and stuff, man. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do that. I like it. Uh, maybe I should go first just cause I have a couple of things here. Everything, everything, all the things I could have added more, honestly, but I didn't. For you, Jason, I didn't. Um, why don't I? I'll do a book. You didn't do a book. You're not even reading. Do you even know how I mean, to read? I, I did read two chapters lately, but I I just haven't. Um... Reddit doesn't count. <laughs> no, yeah. I know you're 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 busy man. You ain't got time to read. I mean, if you were my grandpa, you would just read on the toilet and then be yeah. in the bathroom for two hours. But then you would also have, uh, you know, you'd have to use some preparation H because you can't sit. On, you're not supposed to sit on the toilet that long. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> uh, speaking of reading, I read the book, Jason. Oh, I read Dr. Disrespect. It sounds like you really loved it all. Violence, speed, momentum. And I'll tell you. I don't know why I was expecting something else, but I mean, I don't watch him really. I, I know of him and I've watched some things from him, but I am not a devout. I'm not a part of the champions club. I or used anything. to try pretty regularly, at least watch the highlight stuff. Cause that's like, yeah, that's the you need, you know, but yeah, that's the dopamine hit straight to your brains. Um, it's exactly how he talks. It's like the it's like listening to a one upper talk about their their life, <laughs> except for the their life. It has been completely made up and fabricated. And it's it's funny. But I think like for me, the shtick kind of war after a while, because I realized. Really, there's no point in that. There's no value in the book. It's, it's a comedy book. It's it's supposed to be funny and it kind of is, but. It's funny in the exact way you would expect. And I don't think that translates to a book very well, especially when you remove like the video game part of it. Um, basically think it, it's it's like, what if Dr. Disrespect wrote an 80s action movie about himself? That's basically what you get here. Um and and like at, I did laugh at times, like I kind of, <laughs> you know, a couple times, but sure. it it's not even that long, but it felt long. Um, and there was no insight really in into him at all. Like there wasn't even because I was like, OK, maybe it's funny, but maybe there's a little bit of truth sprinkled in here in, in and then like 
adding on the persona to be to make it funny, but also, you know, talking about yeah, what's it like to be a streamer? What is what his daily routine is or something? There's none of that. So um, I was a little disappointed, especially after reading some very tech, not technical, but like like the stuff we've talked about, like Sid Meier's memoir and stuff where mm-hmm. you, you get very um, firsthand account uh, anecdotes and, and stories and stuff. So I'm not really mad about the book. Like I'm not upset because it exists or anything. Like I said, I don't know what I was expecting, but I don't, it wasn't for me. I think if I was like a fan, it would probably have been much more funny. And there might've been things I'm sure there's probably stuff that I didn't even realize was like an inside joke or something. Yeah. So there's prop there's the possibility of that as well, but overall it it kind of goes exactly where you expect it to. So as a story, yeah. it was kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, Tom is I would say Tom's a fan of the doc, and he didn't even finish it. So I mean, yeah, and know. he listened. He did the he did the audio book. What I am at, and I would imagine that would be better because at least you're yeah. hearing him say it. I like um, how it's got a five out of five at Barnes and Noble, a three point eight at Goodreads. And a five out of five at the Champions Club. GG. Now can't imagine why it's got a five out of five from the Champions Club. But oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, here we are. Well, I'm sure only people who like who's 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 seeing this on the shelf and being like, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm gonna read that book. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe it is good for people who 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 watch the doc and like I said, it's not bad. It's just. Not really. I wasn't looking to to necessarily read a storybook uh, of a made up character thing. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it was a struggle to get through, needless to say. But I kind of was already halfway through when the, the grind set in and I was like, Ugh, I might as well just finish it. So I did. Yeah, I mean. What do you uh, do? You know, what? I'll just quickly throw in the other thing, the Brave New World thing, because that that was a comic uh, I read as well. Um, so they took Brave New World. Have you read the book before? Some uh, people read it in high school. Uh, I never did. No, I don't think. Let me look it up here. Brave New World. It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've I've no. It's uh, Aldous Huxley. No. What, what Huxley was named after the game that never mm. came out. Um, yeah. I had never read it either, and I've always meant to, but it's one of those like classic literature books that mm. I think it was written in the 1920s or something like that. So it's not like super classic, but I don't know. There's it's it's very it's very it's a tough read to like digest as you're reading it as, as so as I understand it. So when I just happened to see it on the library shelf, I was like, oh, they made this into a graphic novel. Maybe that sometimes those are nice to take a, a larger story and just kind of break it mm-hmm. down into its larger themes and then make it easier to digest, so to speak, uh, and, and still get the themes and the ideas across. And I do think that that was the case here. Um, I think the book probably would have been better. Um, and I see now they're making it into a television show. So maybe that'll be interesting. Uh, it but, looks like it already is a television show. Oh, is it out already? Oh, yeah, okay. I think it's already done. It was like 2020, it looks like. Ah, okay. Maybe I'll check it out. It's probably terrible. Uh, so, yeah, it's just, I mean, it still was very hard to uh, understand. There's just a lot of, like, in-world speak that 
takes you a while because like you're reading these words and you're like, I don't know what a lot of this means. So you just kind of have to keep going through that type of thing until you finally get like what they're saying and pick up on the the jargon, the lingo. Um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, it has a it has a, an appeal because it's about like this this world where they've gotten rid of all of the things that make people upset, all of the things that people fight about religion, politics, um, art, like all of that has been, has been sacrificed for the sake of a stable world where everybody has, it's like a caste system where everybody has their place. You're in like one of six, um, groups, uh, based on like your personality and how you're born and like they they are creating children basically through science mm-hmm. like the okay. the act of making a child is no longer there's no mom there's no dad it's just you're produced in a test tube or whatever so uh from that they're already like basically getting these babies ready for whatever their life is going to be on the outside. And they grow up in, um, in education centers where they're prepared for their life all the way from the beginning, from the government. Um, so it's supposed to be like this, this perfect world. But then as you're reading about it, they go down and uh, like some of the characters go to visit a place where regular humans who kind of like, rejected all of this have stayed basically on reservations much like native americans um and one of these guys comes up one of these uh, I, savages is i think what they literally called them in the book okay. uh, comes up to the world um and and like experiences this brave new world so to speak and um all the things that they've sacrificed and and he like grew up reading a book, uh, William Shakespeare book and like kind of understands like, like it's our, pers- he is our perspective into this world and all the things that they have given up just so that people don't fight and people are never unhappy and everything and how horrible that actually would be. Uh, his mother the the savage quote unquote mother who used to be a part of the upper world like the the nice good world uh she was lost at, on a ex on, on like a vacation to this savage place and she was left there and not allowed to come back so she comes back and ends up dying when she gets back and like Ooh. the kids the kids who are being um raised are shown her dying and how the savage is crying at her bedside because they've completely gotten rid of all of those emotions. And so it's like funny to them that he would be crying about his mom dying. Uh, like it's a, all is it a savage garden. <laughs> yes. Um, I, it, it gets like towards the end, you're like, Oh, okay. This is, this is the whole point of the book. It kind of dumped everything on at the end. And um, it wasn't bad, but it was kind of, a little bit the pacing was weird because you have like all this set up at the beginning then there's a little bit of story and then all this dense text and and words come through about like here's all the beliefs and all of the what we've done to get this far and like 
it lays it all out at the end. And so it kind of felt like I was just trying to get to that part so that I could understand why the world is the way that it is and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So it was good, but I think it just struggled with taking all of that and kind of balancing it into a, a shorter sure. graphic novel, but I didn't mind it too much. It was, it was definitely an interesting read. So. Okay. Nice. I'll, I'm going to check out the, the, show and see what that's like so. yeah i mean i'm still i still have the same book i just haven't it's there hasn't been a lot of time for extras lately so i've, I've tried to i read a couple of chapters recently it's just lack of lack of availability not lack of interest so i haven't made much uh dent in mind main things you know we you know finished staircase which was really was really good yeah yeah, uh, yeah. so I, I i do recommend that as an HBO, it's just like really, really, it's just, it's acted and just done really well. Um, it's kind of interesting, like the questions it can kind of raise after, if you've watched the docu, the documentary series at all, that, mm-hmm. that was, I think that was like 2007, 2000, it's, it's, I can't remember. It's like a while back, but, uh, and then sure things like by far the best season of the show. Um, got two episodes that coming out in July 1st that weren't just aren't, weren't done in time to release with everything else. Yeah, um, they were still exporting it out of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Premier. Just, Pro it's just or... really cool what the, what they what they what they've done and what they're doing and. Um, I still got to see that it. show go. Be sad to see that show go because you forget like because it's usually so long in between seasons and then. Uh, yeah, all the kids watch, are going to be like, oh my gosh, it's so 40. good. Well, that's the thing, like. Usually they've been able to film back to back and, you know, ever since the pandemic, they haven't been able to do that. So, I mean, already, you know, the, the actors have grown, you know, it's been six years since the show started. So by the time they finish the final season, that there's probably going to have to be, I think they've even said that there's probably going to have to be some sort of time jump will have to take yeah. place just because it's just going to be a little, I mean, some actors, yeah, can play teenage high schoolers, but you know, at some point it's just Eric Foreman will forever be 18, but right or the actor yeah. you know <laughs> so not all of them uh, and I, uh, there was a reason i couldn't just hop on the show with you as early as i wanted to the fifth episode of obi-wan was out tonight so i had to watch that and and there's some people that i think are critical of it and i just don't care i i think it's awesome i love it it's star wars and i mean just like the you know it's, you can go both ways in fandom and i've seen it too you've got the people like you got the people that are critical and hate everything. And then you got mm-hmm. the people that are apologists and will like ignore everything. Come you know, over you, everything you, just because it you exists. Just, you, can't be, you can't exist in the middle somewhere and be critical sometimes or just just generally enjoy it all. I think I think you I think can, but those are the people who don't get on a message board or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And talk that's, about why it. I, that's why I just lurk on Reddit. I don't engage with anyone because you just want to deal with the people that are going to tell me why my opinion isn't right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's so good. It's really good. And I watched the first watch episode it. and I agree, dude, it was much. OK, so I watched the first episode of the book of Boba Fett and then I watched mm-hmm. the first episode of Obi-Wan. And like, honestly, to me, the best way I can sum it up and it might not mean something to everybody, but like the first episode and the overarching story of Boba Fett is kind of like somebody's D&D campaign. 
like it the story really reminds me of like okay here you guys are the you're you're playing boba fett and whatever her name is and you got to try and take over the town or whatever like it really does feel like that whereas like obi-wan felt like they took a movie and then made it into a show like i don't know it just had a much it had that a cadence that seemed much more movie like i guess i don't know yeah and then like they just did there were some interesting directions that they took you know obi-wan i mean assuming boba fett in, and i think they could have they could have done a little bit better with that like how they the, the arc that put the character on during that that season I, so i don't know how much bounty hunting he does but he certainly doesn't do much bounty hunting yeah, in well, the first. it's just like, you know, if you watch the end of the Mando season two and you get that stinger that, you know, Boba Fett will return and <laughs> yeah, Boba yeah. Fett and he like kills Bib Fortuna, takes back Jabba's palace and he's going to be, I can't remember what he calls him. Like he's basically going to be a crime lord. Oh, the Daimo or whatever. Dimo, and, then it, and then it just doesn't like he's just goes around helping everyone instead and like. That's why it's like that's why it's a D and D campaign. Yeah, because you feel like it's gonna go. Well, you feel like it's gonna be like you know, like he's gonna be like this. I don't know. It's like this. They didn't make him like an anti-hero, but they like kind of like we're gonna make. He's not this ruthless guy anymore. He's like the everyman. I don't know. He's he's like he's he's like the merc with the heart, not the mouth. I mean, I like I, I like. Don't get me wrong. I like Boba Fett and like having him like when he. That was that was almost it's very tough for me with what they did in season two with was what did I what did I like better? The return of Boba Fett or the return of Luke Skywalker? Like what are yeah. those are the two, you know, which was which was satisfying teenage Jason Moore? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. And then um, with Book of Boba Fett, you know, they get you get a bunch of Mando love, bunch of Mando in there, too. And it's just like I feel like that kind of cheapened the whole Boba Fett series as a whole, but I don't know. That's a conversation for a whole other day. Um, yeah. On our new star Wars podcast, we're starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember. Where, yeah. Now we're kind of like in that lower. It's like, well, I don't know what we're going to watch now. We're going to, we finished a couple things and now we're going to find something else. You got to wait. A you just got to wait. Time. The- America's got talents back on. So I'm watch ah, her, just her dumb feel good show and get her dose of Terry Crews. So. You know what? Sometimes you do kind of need it. It's like the palate cleanser between the shows. <laughs> you can't just do story heavy. I mean, I can, but most people can't. Most people don't yeah. want. I mean, my wife doesn't even try to watch movies with me anymore because she's just like, I'm not going to like like 90 percent of what you watch. No. Sorry, juice. Oh, uh, hey, babe, do you want to watch this Italian movie I found from 1963? It's part of the Criterion Collection. No. Okay. Oh okay. Um, Stranger Things and Obi-Wan. I want to watch Stranger Things. I just know if I start it, I need to be able to commit to like watching it all within a fairly decent amount of time. You know what I mean? And I know you yeah. said they're like almost movie length, right? The episodes yeah so that's you know i'd have to buckle down and and do it and i'm playing that game man i'm playing the game between balancing video game time and movie time now that the kids are out of school so i can't i can't have my cake my cake my cack and eat it too so right uh I've been, i i did watch a few things though uh over the time uh that we've had and uh 
couple of things that stood out. One was Saint Maud. Saint Maud, uh, which was that A24 horror film that I feel like some people were psyched about. Um, I mean, it's A24, right? So, I mean... Well, yeah, it's got the slow burn horror. I mean, that's basically all A24. Although I did watch... uh, I can't remember the name of they had another A24 movie, Minori or something like that, which was about um, a family farm uh, of Asian descent. I can't remember what exactly they were, but that was not a slow burn horror is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Uh, But St. Maude, like I feel like people didn't like it. If I remember correctly, I feel like I remember Donnie saying it wasn't what he thought it was. I don't remember how Josh felt about it, but those two are usually the bigger um horror mm-hmm. uh people in my life and so yeah i didn't really know what to expect going in because i tried to just keep you know keep information out of like i i sort of remember what they said about it but i was like yeah yeah, okay and then so i come back to it later uh you know because this was back when it first came out and uh now i don't know what to i still didn't know what the story was or anything and so I watched it and you know what? I actually liked it. It was pretty good. Uh, it was, it's, it's really hard to explain. Uh, it's probably sounds stupider than it really is, but it's about this um, woman who is a caretaker, like a, uh, mm-hmm. she goes into people's homes and takes care of people who, who need it. And uh, she, it starts off with a little bit of backstory. Like you're like, Oh shit, what the hell's going on? And then, and then we get a time lapse away from that a little bit. And so that kind of sets up what's going on. And you learn a lot about this character and, uh, she is very, a very messed up individual. Um, but, but that's the thing is like, it comes on so slowly that you're like, well, is she messed up or is she just like, super religious and that's why she seems weird <laughs> you know what i mean like sometimes yeah. anybody who's super into anything usually kind of comes off as weird so right. um they kind of play on that and i will say this is one of the few movies where i don't feel like a lot of the time if somebody is religious you know they're just get, like immediately that means they're a nut job like half the time nobody can be religious without like flaying someone or like skinning them alive or burning someone because God told them to or whatever. Mm. Um, It does get into that territory, but I think it's handled a little bit better here. And so, um, yeah, uh, one of those slow burns where you're just kind of like, okay, okay. Um, Slowly leading you to that big ending, you know, it happens in hereditary. It happens in, um, um, Midsummer. I mean, all of these slow burns, and then you get that last it's just fifteen crazy minutes. Everything of, oh, that shit. they've they've made, you know, it, it just it just look at a twenty four films and just look at them, and it's like holy shit! I need to go back and finish it. Comes at night. We got through like thirty minutes of that, and I kind of i I didn't mind that. Finishes. I mean, I didn't really like that one. I did finish it, but i I didn't think it was that good like it's not bad i just didn't i didn't care for what the story was trying to do um i felt like it didn't really answer that much and was kind of bummed by it but i mean yeah men i still need to see men everything everywhere all at once is supposed to be really good x was okay that's another a24 
Yeah. But yeah, the um, Green Knight. Mid 90s. I kind of want to watch that. I know. Minari. Lady Bird is great. X X Machina is good. Yep. I, I I still I want to see Uncut Gems. I haven't watched that yet. I have it uh, on DVD. Although I think it's on Netflix. I think it is as well. It's really good. I really the like Lighthouse, Uncut Gems. Green Knight. Obviously, Hereditary and Midsummer are great. Yeah, X looks interesting. Climax. It's another one I need to. See. I know Josh hated that movie. The Hole in the Ground. Yeah, just. It's like they have someone there who's very particular and just really understands their brand, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But there's a few I haven't. There's actually quite a few I haven't watched that I want to get into. That was a good one, too. Yeah, Room was good. Yeah, so. Mid-90s was good, too. Yeah. First (laughs) Reformed. That was one of the first A24 movies I've watched, actually. Uh yeah, so Saint Maud was okay. Saint like Maud. I thought it was good. Like it was good, but it wasn't like it didn't wasn't once you've seen the these movies that are like this, you you kind of know what yep. to expect. At least from like uh this is kind of how you're gonna feel throughout the whole movie. Um going in completely opposite direction though, I said to myself, I re-upped on HBO for some reason, and I can't remember what. I don't know what HBO like 15 bucks a month. That's like, that's so well, if you don't want ads, I guess they have an ad um, plan. That's you can, 10. Get, like, you can get a bundle through Hulu and you can get HBO Max and Hulu together. And you can, I think it's equivalent if you can pay in like the $10 for uh, HBO Max. Well, see, the, I'm I'm tied up in that damn Spotify Hulu deal so that oh, i get spotify oh, yeah, right. much che- basically for free so I don't remember i don't i must pay for, yeah i must be paying 15 dollars for hbo anytime i think we're gonna be done though there's always something good on there to watch so then i don't yeah. get out i mean Plus they have aiden found like some there's some sesame street animated thing that he really likes on there and <laughs> for a second i too. thought you were gonna say sesame street anime and i was like that <laughs> would be messed up Definitely well i not. mean and they have a very good catalog of back movies and they always have, yeah. I don't know who owns HBO or like what AT&T. movies are getting I pumped so, from definitely. what st- studios. Okay. So probably a lot of it's a Warner few. Bros, but yeah, that's true. Yep. Warner brothers. I mean, they have almost all of the animated DC stuff on there. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But one thing that I came across and I was I don't know, every once in a while, I was like, you know what? I should go back and watch the the original Blade movie with Wesley Snipes. Why? I don't know. Well, see, it's another one of those movies where I was like, I haven't seen this since it like came out. I don't I have enough time on my hands. You clearly have too much. I liked Blade. I liked it I when it came out. Blade. Nobody. Nobody's ever said that, Lucas. I'm going to go on record. Just, and say you know that. what? I bet somebody out there has said it. And I will tell you right now. It actually holds up pretty damn well, surprisingly. Um, I guess if you didn't like it, I want to go back and watch. I don't want to watch Deadpool. I want to go back and watch Deadpool and X Men Wolverine. (laughs) I don't want. (laughs) Well, hey, listen. He was Wesley Snipes was out there making MCU before MCU was a thing. Bye. Um, When did this come out? Ninety eight, wasn't it? Let's see. Well, and to pick Blade of all things just seems 
the vampire movies must have been doing well. Yeah, August 19th, 1998. Uh, it does hold... The action sequences aren't actually that bad. They're pretty good. And I think Wesley Snipes in general just knows how to like sell the action. You know what I mean? Like his movements and poses and everything. It is a little bit like it borders on campiness. Um, so there is that. But some of... Uh, and obviously some of the effects, like I forgot that they they turn into like dust and skeletons when they die. And so clearly that effect kind of, you yeah. know, didn't age very well. Um, sure. But it's it's not it it's not that bad, actually. I was expecting a, a train wreck mess. I was expecting, you know what I was expecting? Spawn. Like I like mm. Spawn too, but I I can re like I can say that movie is a part is like one of those movies that is stuck in the nineties. Like it, everything about it from like the way that it it's intro to the special effects and everything, the attitude of the movie is all 90 spawn itself is, you know, spawned from the nineties. So it kind of is stuck in that, but blade, I actually thought was pretty good. Surprisingly. Um, and it's nice to see back then. I mean, there, there is, it's a strong um, African-American lead and supporting character. There's a whitey in there, but it's Whistler. Uh, he's. Um, is, is it true they're making a new Spawn movie with name. Jamie Foxx? I don't know. Is it? That sounds like something that somebody wants to be true. So they just made it sound like it's true. You know what I mean? Maybe it's in maybe it's one of those things where um, it's in talks or whatever, but it's not like it's not like uh, actually written yet or anything. Damn, Spawn only got a seventeen percent. Oh God, yeah, Spawn's 36, not good. Thirty-six percent of uh, audience score, even so. I mean, I don't think Spawn's that bad, but I do no. think you have to. You have to like I obviously I'm biased because I watched it when I was a kid. And so I like sure. I still have that love. But Damn, it I only mean, made 55 million. John Leguizamo is clown, the clown guy. The mm -hmm. violator or whatever. Like he was he was great. <laughs> that, was, um, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, like Blade was pretty good, actually. There's a few dumb things in it, but. And I forgot the guy from um, Cur not Curb Your Enthusiasm, Grounded for Life. The dad from Grounded for Life is like the dopey sidekick vampire who runs his mouth too much and constantly gets his hands cut off and stupid stuff like that. He was in um, he was in Batman. He played uh, the not Commissioner Gordon, the guy who was there before him. Oh, like the police chief. Yeah, the, 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 the a-hole police chief. Yeah. yeah, whatever he is. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will say, if you wanna, if you want a '90s superhero action movie, you could definitely do worse than Blade. Now, Blade I mean, Two and Blade Three. Yeah, I mean, especially Blade Three. There, I could see you being like, "Why the hell?" Although I probably will go back and watch. Them. <laughs> But dude, the 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 song where they are, he's she's leading the guy to the rave 
they get to the rave yeah, and he's like what the hell's I, going on and i'm sorry i yeah no i don't know blade that well i can't i can't you don't uh, the um it's that club song do 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 and then you just do that over and over and then the the um the fire uh sprinkler things come on from up above but instead of water it's blood and all the vampires are like <sighs> because that's what they do in the 90s oh, all man. the vampires do that you gotta look it up on youtube sometime man it's, it's classic maybe you should go back and watch it clearly maybe <laughs> I, I don't want to go back and watch that but... i don't expect that to happen you think that resident evil series will be any good on netflix my guess is I haven't Probably seen not, one it. Resident Evil thing that's been good besides the games. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Are there are there Resident Evil graphic novels? I mean, there's got to be, right? I don't think so. It's weird that I've never heard or seen of them. Yeah. I don't think they are. Yeah, there is. What? You got the roof. Uh, oh. Resident Evil, The Umbrella Con- Conspiracy. That might be a book. Uh, yeah, it's literally like a just choose called your own adventure. Resident Evil. Choose your own adventure. Adventure. The Marhawa Desire. Resident Evil Fire and Ice. The real Game of Thrones. You never oh, knew. God, no, no, I don't want to. Um. Yeah, there is one. It's called the Marwa- Marhawa Desire. I don't know why. It came that out in 2015. Because that sounds terrible. Well, you <laughs> know what? It looks terrible. You're like losing I said, all credibility in my eyes here. Like I said, if it's Resident Evil, if it's not the game, it's not going to be good. There you um, go. The last thing I'll touch on is, like, yeah, I, 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 bit, I, bit, I bit, bit the bullet to join the server meta, and I was like, well... I'm going to learn to play this game. I'm going to buy the expansion, so then I have to play it. Destiny 2, I bought the the Witch Queen or whatever the hell the current expansion is for on Steam, and I've, I've played Destiny. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. The game does a terrible job of telling you what the fuck to do, but I've played it. Like, I've had much, I think, the same experience that you did. Like, I booted it up, and, like, I couldn't really do anything. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I closed the game. I reopened yeah, it yeah. after I got frustrated. And then it threw me into something completely different. Um, and I, I maybe it wasn't like that way for people that played the original Destiny. So they knew what they were doing in Destiny 2. But I feel like the, that game just does not. It, there's so much going on. It just does a terrible job of kind of getting new players going. You know, what you should be doing, how to play it. Yeah. Um, I haven't paid any attention to the story and everyone I've asked is like, you either have to have friends help you out or you got to do your research. It's like, I don't want to have to do that with the game. I don't want to watch YouTube videos, know what to do. You know, luckily, you yeah. know, I've had Tom and, and Callow kind of guide me and I, I know what to do. And so I played mostly with them. I played with Takeda a little bit. Um, it's been fun. It's fun just to play cooperatively and shoot things and get more gear and level up my character. And I mean, of course, games I mean, only out 20 something bucks for the expansion, but when they're talking in the Discord channel, it's like they're talking another language when it comes to <laughs> Destiny 2. It, it's so they're talking about their bounties and their dailies and the, the towers and the and Urz's Urs uh, whatever of unholy matches. You just gotta jump in, you just gotta jump in and do it. 
I, yeah, I know. I tried, like you said, I was having, I tried twice. It's funny. The first time I played it, nobody, like I was like, oh, I tried destiny too. And like, nobody bit and they're like, whatever, Lucas, nobody cares. <laughs> Fast forward like a year and a half. And then now everybody's playing it apparently. Yeah. It's just, and, it's uh, just fun, like uh, you said, I had an issue. It's just fun to play so. with people. That's what's been the fun thing for it. It's just been fun to play with, with other people in, in the series, in the server. What about Anthem? <laughs> that game sucks. That game was never good. Um, yeah, I, well, and I think it helps. I mean, the the shooting and everything feels so good. Like it's it's a very tight shootery game. Yeah, yeah. The game, the gunplay feels good, and it it just yeah, just fun. Okay, okay. Uh, I probably will end up playing eventually, but I don't know. It's hard for me to get in on something that's already been going for so long and like mm-hmm. it's not even just that it's been going for so long but they've released so many like updates or whatever they call them like wrath of the witch queen or whatever the hell it's called they've done that many times so actually the first time i started the game you can't even start like that anymore the intro sequence was completely different for me this time around and so even that gets confusing because it's like i don't remember any of this yeah but, i mean and it's it's definitely improved from what it I mean, if you ask Dev, who he's played the most of anybody, I think, you know, yeah. it's definitely, they've improved the experience over time compared to what it used to be. But I still don't think it's very welcoming for new players whatsoever. Or people are trying to get back into it. You just I think to... part of it is that the intro is always changing because like your tutorial consists of press X, go here, equip this. OK, now move on. And it's like, but why did I do any of these things? Right. Well, I have no idea. I've, I've, to... I've made no investment into the story. I have no idea what's going on. I skip the cutscenes because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to play. I, yeah, don't, I, I don't blame you. Well, how can I, you care? And... They're talking about people you don't even know who they are. Yeah. Uh, Kate died. That's all I need to know, right? <laughs> yeah. Kate was the only good character. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure we'll just watch this one hour uh, breakdown of the history on YouTube. And that's the short version. Uh, hey, guys, this is Editor Lucas here. Uh, unfortunately, the podcast kind of fucked up and I got dropped out of the conversation. So this little bit doesn't make any sense unless I tell you or redo kind of what happened. So I'm going to be myself and I'm going to be Jason here. Uh, yeah, but anyways, Jason, I actually I played a game this week. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, you also beat that game, didn't you? Yes, I did, Jason. Thank you for asking. The game is Psychonauts 2. Ooh. And the, the reason why I ended up beating it was because now that my son's off school, um, when my daughter is resting, we come down here. And obviously I can't play, you know, The Last of Us 2 with him around. Um, he's been... Thankfully, he's been playing uh, Minecraft on his own on the computer. Um, he's been enamored Buy, with buying the, any uh, any good things oh, from the anything, store. No, no. Uh, we're we're doing mods because it's the Java edition. So he's been enamored by that. The fact that we can get some serious mods that change the way the game work and everything. Um, but yeah, so I, w- I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to finally play this because I had started it a long time ago and basically finished the first mission. And that was about that. And so I was like, and I've always wanted to play it. It's just I don't know. It's just one of those games that. 
was always on the back burner, I guess. Um, yeah. And I I'm started glad it as well. And it's very much on the back burner. I don't know what it is about the start of the game, but it kind of, I don't know. It didn't really suck me in, even though it feels like it should have. However, I'm glad that I stuck with it because it is really, really good. Um, so it's funny because, and they, they make a, there's a joke, there's a few jokes about this, but it basically happens a few days after the first Psychonauts. But since it's been so many years, it feels mm. like forever. <laughs> yeah. um, and so like coach Oleander, you talk to him and like the way that you're talking about it, he, he was, he was like looking over some battle plan or something and um, Raz is like, aren't you not supposed to be anywhere near any battle plans? And th there was some joke about basically how that was three date or no, he says, no, I'm better now. And Raz is like, well, wasn't that like three days ago, you know, or whatever. Um, but it feels like years to us. So you got to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to keep remembering like this all happened within hours of, of each, each other the first and the second game but what's interesting is so like the whole point of this game is you're joining the psychonauts and you join as like an intern and uh you have like this probationary period and you have to learn and uh go to classes and stuff and there's this whole thing going on with um uh the doc the dentist guy i can't remember his name the basically the bad guy from the first game. Yeah. And you find out that he was like hired by somebody else. And there's this whole backstory. Uh, but what's really interesting about it is you end up going uh, into the minds of like this, the psycho six or whatever they're called. The people who originally came to this spot mm. and made uh, psychonauts. So Bob or um, Ford Cruller, you go into his mind you go into um, some of the characters that were made specific. I, I don't know if they were made for the game, but they didn't really take place in the first one. I think they were just alluded to. And so they're like other members of the original Psychonauts team. And this is all because there's a uh, dark, evil being that is lurking in the shadows named Maligula. And you're trying to figure out who it is and... Like there's a mole in the Psychonauts who's Ooh. leaking out information and the the main guy, um, the head of the Psychonauts, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's under attack and his brain is missing and all this stuff. But uh, like it's just got that charm, you know, um, it's got that Psychonauts charm that makes it feel like it's a 90s cartoon that was turned into a video game or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, that's helped along by uh, the guy who does Raz's voice. Um, if you if you've heard him, you've you know who it is. I mean, he's done uh, Invader Zim. He's done he's done tons of cartoons and stuff, especially from the 90s. And yeah, I don't know, like it's colorful. The ideas are interesting. I didn't feel like the ideas were as out of the box as. They were in Psychonauts 1, but I do feel like they were more cohesive as a whole theme because the levels were based on the characters that you're trying to help. And like all of the original people from Psychonauts, the group, 
are all mm. having their own problems. Like it's like they all kind of broke up and went their separate ways. And now they're all like mired in their own personal issues. And so like you have to help Ford Cruller get his mind back because it ends up like he shattered his mind on purpose because of something that you'll learn through the game. And so like you have to find the three Ford Crullers and go into each one's mind and then put them back together as one. And then he gets his mind back. Uh, you have to help another guy. Um, it's actually Dogen's grandpa or oh, something Dogen. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Compton Boole, that's his name. He has um, some issues with self-confidence because he, another psychonaut was his really good friend and she kind of gave him the confidence to do what he needed to do within the organization. But without her, he kind of felt like he couldn't be as good as he is or something like that. And so you're helping all these people with their personal problems. And, and, and it's a really good way to use mental health as a, like a device for the game, but also to treat it with some respect because it's never like nobody's ever made fun of or, or anything like that. And a lot of like the levels uh, are centered either around helping them somehow um, or using using like what's happening now as a theme in their brain or uh, an aspect of their personality. Like one of the people is really good at gardening. And so like when you go in their mind, they're on this island all by themselves. And there's like these three giant pots uh, for plants that are completely empty and haven't been taken care of. And the guy is there by himself on this island and he's obviously all disheveled and he's just wants to be left alone. And so you go out and gather seeds in his mind world that are basically representations of the people who are important in his life that he's been neglecting because he just wants to be left alone. Um, and he, you help him like face those people who are really the voices inside of his head that made him think that like one of them doesn't like him. And one of the other guys was his partner and um, that his partner couldn't possibly love him anymore and all this stuff. So I don't know, like it's fun because it's, you know, comedic and really visually appealing and everything, but it also sure. has a depth to it that doesn't get like super deep, but there's enough there where you're like, Oh wow, this is, this is cool. Like all these characters have something going on. They're not just like, here's a really cool level about this thing that we wanted to do. <laughs> well, this and was, then, it shows like how far game design has come, you know, in just scope of games from that first one to, to this one. You know? Yeah. The first one does kind of feel like we wanted to make a level about like playing cards and, and stuff. And so we did that and then built the story around that. So. Mm. The gameplay is very tight. Um, you know, it all feels good as a platformer. There weren't any really frustrating areas like in the first Psychonauts. There weren't any um, parts where I felt like uh, like tedious or anything like that, like the the board game from the first one where you go in the minds of like the Napoleon type character. And there's like this board game that you're in. It was fun and cool, but it was also a little bit tedious. Um, there had there wasn't anything like that. So it may not have been as experimental but it also was more cohesive and and easier to play through as a whole 
And yeah. so, and I don't know, they just use, they use a lot of the, the word or like the ideas behind mental health in the game as like enemies. So like you have doubt, which are like these, um, these figments that are these giant puddles that slow you down and spit on you. Like, like doubt <laughs> kind of weighs you down and, um, panic attacks were a new one where um the, the figments were panics and they were really fast and they were kind of crazy and and uh, you had to like slow them down to to be able to fight them and um yeah i don't know there's just a lot of like a lot of world building and stuff there that really makes sense and it all is very cohesive and uh, a really good a really good game I think um, I just did the the first mission. How long? How long did you say? I think it it's somewhere in like like fifteen and twenty hours. Is that somewhere uh, in that ballpark? Is that, yeah, probably closer to fifteen. Up, but... I think. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like twelve or fourteen. It's hard for me like, to say, honestly. I've but... really like I I think I've really kind of discovered that there's games I'd like to you know play in my upstairs. Um options that i just don't have with the oh uh, yep 15 hours made plus extra like 20 okay yeah yeah i started to like not go versus always being down here in the, the basement stuff. yeah yeah i could see that and something like this would be pretty easy because like you have the story sections where you're watching a cutscene or whatever but then a lot of it is just you going through the world and collecting things or solving a puzzle or fighting or whatever. So it has a very good back and forth of like, here's some story stuff. Now go out and explore the world a little bit. And I actually didn't really explore that much, honestly, because there were, there is the hub world as well, where you can take, yeah. um, you can like look around the camp, uh, go back to the um, kind of camp area or not the, not the original camp area, but they like set up your family shows up. And so there's like a campground where they, they uh, set up shop. And that was another thing that was kind of nice was to see his family uh, a bit more played into the story. And so, yeah, it was really, really good. Like it was probably one of the better games I've played this year. So I was really happy to, to finish it. And it still, it looks really good too. Like you don't really notice it at first, but the more I played it, the more I was like, this like looks like a legit cartoon that is being rendered at real time in front of my face. So. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. I liked it a lot. And, and I mean, you, you get to play it for Game Pass subscription. So, I mean, yeah, that's always good. Quote unquote free. Yeah. Yeah. So and hey, I was able to I, play it I reactivated. I'm back. Yeah, that's true. What'd you get? Three months for a dollar or some crazy yeah. crap like that? <laughs> you, you, you deactivate your account long enough, they give you that 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 sweet deal where you Please get come yeah, back. first month is a dollar and then you give you two months free. So yeah, you get three months for a dollar and then yeah, back at the 10 after that. But by that point, that gets me closer to, I mean, that gets me into October and then after my birthday, you know, I should just, I don't know, Skinny Matt gave me good advice like, there's like deals on black friday and you should be able to get like an entire year's worth for yeah like stock you know, up yeah and stock it yeah. up but yeah yeah just be a chump and pay like all the money and they just they just kind of bleed you slowly when you do the month to month yeah I that's can't do where that. it's at that's where it's at 
that's what I, I it's actually them. frustrating about um playstation is they don't do a month to month it's just you pay for a full year i don't even think there's the option to do month to month not sure well then but anyway yeah hmm. Uh, I guess really quick too. I I am still playing. I noticed I I forgot I talked about it last show, but I am still playing Last of Us Two, and I've almost beat that as well. But it's one of those games where it's like you think it's going to be the end, and then there's more to it. And so mm-hmm. I'm playing the there's more to it section. So I'm not I haven't seen the credits yet, but I kind of know how things are shaping up. So that'll be nice to to finish too. And that one's been really really good as well. Um, Actually, I don't know what I talked about last time, but it it ramped up. Uh, it's much more gruesome now and much more. Uh, just yes. some some stuff happened that you're just like, oh, shit. So. Yeah, I've been really happy with that one, too, and looking forward to finishing that as well. So. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. You, to get some stuff uh, you want to give me an inside taste? Am I am I gonna like playing turtles? Ba-da-da-da-da. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that uh, or talk about that. I'm assuming so because he posted I his mean, review. The, the game comes out tomorrow and reviews are already out. So I and mean, this won't come out until tomorrow. So and, and plus, who's? I mean, how? I'm not really gonna get in trouble. Let's be honest here. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I did play. Uh, I did play Shredder's Revenge. Teenage Ninja Turtles, and uh, I played with Kevin uh, for the most part because I he had said that he'd gotten it. And I was like, well, if you want somebody to play multiplayer with, so that you can get the full, ex- well, you know, as full of an experience as you're going to get when you get a advanced review copy. Um, yeah. I I was like, yeah, I can do that, and so we played, and it's good. Like it. it <sighs> it fixes a lot of the streets of rage problems too. Uh, because like I didn't have as much of the being on the same plane as the other enemies. Like I didn't constantly whiff because I thought I was going to be hitting enemies and I really wasn't. Mm. Um, Mm. it's not, I haven't played too many of the turtle. Like I only played as Donatello and, uh, but his reach and was obvious and it was obvious. Like he has less speed, but a higher range and a little bit more power. And I think that was uh, obvious between that and Leonardo, uh, which is what Kevin played as. Um, So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to go back and play with more people and a different turtle. That's crazy. I mean, with how much action was happening on screen with just two, I can't even imagine what six would be like, honestly. Yeah. but I know Kevin went back and played some of it by himself, and he said it was much harder to play by himself. So, um, okay, all right. Well, it gives you reasons to play more than one time. I will say, and it, it moves along quickly enough that you could break it up and play like half of the game one night, and then finish it the next night, or or whatever the case may be. So, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I think my only the only thing I didn't like about it was I kind of felt like, and I've had this, I've had this problem with games in the past that are like this uh mega man the newer mega man that came out i felt like Mm. had this problem the music was good but it wasn't really i don't know the mix of the music is like so far in the background that the music doesn't feel as impactful as it did on like those earlier consoles where it was like front and center 
um, it's almost mixed to a point where it's just, there's no highs or lows. It's just kind of all this same sort of lower volume in the background. And so I, I really wanted it to be like front and center, but it was a little bit more in the background, but they went for like this whole, like there's a layer of audio filter that makes it sound like it's an arcade cabinet, even if it, it like, even if you're listening through headphones or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I think that's part of it too, um, is like the voices and stuff are all kind of like that digitized, um, I don't want to say echoey, but sort of, I don't know, like they put it through some sort of audio filter to, to make it sound more like it's coming out of an arcade cabinet. So that might be part of it as well, but overall, yeah, okay. really solid, really fun. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. I won't, I won't play it. I won't play it. It's enjoy. I mean, it's fun. It's enjoyable. I laughed a few Good. times. Like it's cute. It, it definitely takes the spirit of the original and. Good. Um, I mean, and I've, it, so. I've double, like, if you can say it double dipped, I bought it on switch cause I had credit and yeah, game pass. So there we go. Oh, and hopefully, you know, at some point they do full cross platform play, but at least, you know, it's cross play between Xbox and uh, PC. PC. So yeah, they've been good about at least having that be the case yeah. for anything coming to Game Pass. So, I mean, it should be pretty easy for the Microsoft people to do that. You know, I, yeah, I would think so, especially after having a few games doing it. Like, I would, I don't want to say it's copy and paste, but at least there's a precedent for it. So, right, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, looking forward to that. I, I'm not going to make any promises with even bothering to do on decks because, you know, you know, we should probably just take this out of there because that's usually what <laughs> happens. And then I say what I have. I mean, I have yeah. I have movies coming, so I know I'm going to watch them eventually. They're, otherwise, they're just like I the new Uncharted movie just got here and the Northman is being delivered. So I'll be able to watch it. Oh, in, nice. In 4K. Um, so I know those two things will probably get watched uh other than that like game wise dude i'm with you i don't i don't know what's on the horizon yeah i like i i find i did play a little more Minitopia, and but yeah yeah, yes well i mean you've probably said we've both between both of us i'm sure we've said all that needs to be said about that game yeah it's just simple dumb fun i mean i think the biggest fun of that game is just making absurd versions of your um of your friends and putting them in the game you know yep yep Every character is Donald Trump. <laughs> God, please no. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that is going to do it for us uh, this week. We'll be back in two. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do on Tuesday. I kind of feel like I might. Well, I hope to play some turtles before that. Maybe I have to do some turtles next week, Ooh. Tuesday. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Uh, thanks everyone yeah. and thanks to our Arborists of Awesomeness Josh Burboni Takeda Tyler Rowland Tom Server Grouchy Church Brendan Myers Josh Brown Matt Knight Bow before that Crusader of the Legion Edwin Calif you want to check out the Flex Legion on Patreon get early access to something that dropped last week Flex Deposed Radio check out patreon.com slash Flex Deposed hope you guys are digging that uh, what was that uh, fighting games fighting game mixes there uh, go home and be yeah. a family man Playing this out tonight, we do have an overclock remix coming from ocremix.org. Uh, this is a sacred place from Star Fox Adventures by Tremendo. Uh, Arranged the music of one song, Krizoa Palace. Uh, Star Fox Adventures released in 2002 on the GameCube. 
was it uh dinosaur planet i don't remember what it was called originally and then they're like oh let's make this a star fox game <laughs> yeah re- yeah i forgot about that. that um yeah we're gonna play this you like it check out uh ocremix.org for all those remixes check out our interview with those guys and uh yeah thanks for listening to the show share with the friends and we'll be back in two weeks so you don't want to miss it bye see ya <laughs>